0: Welcome to Sunday Social Show number 194. How about that? And the very last one of 2017. So you know what? I'd like you to be part of the show. Text me 3920, keyword live. That'll pop up right here in front of me in the, uh, in the heart, in the bustling heart of the news hub. Or you can tweet me. I love it when you tweet me, at Vaughan Davis. Later on, Mr. Paul Brislin and his very best of 2017. Plus, big news. Big news for people who, like me, find it hard to fit their innermost thoughts into 280 characters. First, though.
1: Last you my
0: heart. Facebook is pretty well known as a great place to catch up on cat videos and what your ex-girlfriend had for breakfast. But recently, it launched something more significant here in New Zealand. It's called Amber Alerts, and it's a system designed to help find missing children. Project lead Emily Vatcher is here in New Zealand to talk about it. Welcome to Sunday Social. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Emily, tell me what, in a nutshell, is Amber Alerts?
1: Essentially, it's simply a missing child alert system. So if a child is abducted here in New Zealand, what our system does is send critical information about the missing child to everyone who uses Facebook, who's also in the search area. So it provides them something like a picture, clothing description, maybe a vehicle description. It's a piece of information that if somebody in the public were to see it, they could keep their eyes and ears open and maybe have that one clue that would lead to a family being reunited.
0: So let's break that down a little bit and, and talk about how that works under the hood. So at one end, uh, a child is abducted and at the other end, uh, a, a, you know, an alert comes up on on my phone because I'm in the same area where he or she was uh, abducted or where they're looking for him or her in. What, what are the steps that, that happens along the way that leads to that?
1: The first step, of course, is always if you suspect that a child's been abducted or is missing, that you contact the local police. Yep. So a case will always start with the police. In New Zealand now, the police have created a protocol where they'll take a look at the facts and circumstances of the missing child case because not every case will qualify under the Amber Alert program on Facebook. But if the criteria is met and the criteria is, The child has to be under the age of 18, so this is only for minors. Mm -hmm. And very importantly, the police have to have the critical piece of information that they can share with the public so that the public can assist. And also, they need to have reasonable belief that the child is at imminent risk of serious harm. So this won't apply to all missing children, children who've wandered or maybe spent a little extra time at the mall and haven't come home. This is for the highest risk cases where the police can enable the public to help solve it. So, 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 some,
0: one- so someone somewhere in the police decides that, yes, um, you know, the, the child's gone missing and has met those criteria. What happens next?
1: Once they determine that it's appropriate for an Amber Alert, the police in New Zealand will send an email to our 24-7 global operation team at Facebook, mm-hmm. and we prepare an alert that's then sent out to people who use Facebook who are in the search area. And the alert, what, what
0: does that look like? So I'm sitting there you know, looking at my cat videos or my ex-girlfriend's breakfast. Um, what does that alert look like to me?
1: The alert, if you're looking at it on your mobile device, it'll come up right in the middle of your Facebook news feed and it will always contain the same types of information. It will contain a picture of the missing child and then a short description that will include the name, the age of the child, where the child was last seen, and then possibly a clothing description, a vehicle description, something that the public can use to help find the child. Also, there'll be two buttons underneath the alert. One of them will say, learn more. And when somebody clicks on learn more, it will take them off of the Facebook platform and bring them to the police website that will have more information about the missing child. And then the other button is simply a share button. So if you choose to share this information with your friends and your family on Facebook, you can do that just with a click of a button. So does
0: it have the the same comment, functionality as a usual uh, Facebook post you know can can we get into conversations below that that alert about the uh, about the missing person
1: no we've removed that for this special circumstance because we don't ever want to be in a position where somebody may leave a tip or or some piece of information to help that child in a place that's not constantly monitored by police so what we ask is that people if they have information they call the police directly
0: Okay, so, so the, ac- the action is not to push a button that reports a sighting back to Facebook. The action is to dial 111. Exactly. Or, or, or indeed, you know, um, get a posse of friends together and, and, you know, dispense some vigilante justice. Was, was, that, was that something that went through the, the minds of the team that was developing this? Because, you know, missing children, this, this, this is a pretty emotive topic.
1: It really is, but what we've seen historically, even before we created the Amber Alert system on Facebook, we would see that when children went missing, people would just naturally go to Facebook to share the information. One case in particular, there was a baby who was only 19 hours old, who was abducted out of a hospital. A woman had dressed up as a nurse, walked in and stole the baby. The family immediately shared that information on Facebook And what happened miraculously, within four hours, there were four people in the community that thought they recognized the woman. They drove over to where they thought she lived, and they peered in the window, and they saw the baby, and they did exactly the right thing. They backed off, they picked up the phone, they called law enforcement, and within minutes, that baby was rescued.
0: There's a danger, though, is there not, with, I guess, what scientists would call false positives. So let's say the Amber Alert comes out, the cute little kid has been abducted, we're looking for a 50-year-old man driving a yellow Volkswagen, and now all the 50-year-old men driving yellow Volkswagen, you've kind of imperiled them, haven't you?
1: Well, what we ask the public to do and what law enforcement actually says in their posters and in their communications is to not directly communicate or interact with the person. Mm -hmm. But if they see something, uh, that the piece of information was in the Amber Alert, we ask that they call the police and let the police handle it. We don't want members of the public putting themselves or the child in any kind of danger. And then
0: then in terms of closing the loop, so there's a a, a real live team of people, right, at, at Facebook in San Francisco, I'm guessing, or are they elsewhere? All over the world. All over the world. In, in New Zealand, then?
1: Um, our global operations team, they're the ones that are going to be preparing these alerts. They are in California, Ireland, and Singapore at the moment.
0: Right, so all, all over-ish the world, I, I guess.
1: We cover all the time zones. Yeah. To so make so sure that somebody's always available if one of these alerts are to come in.
0: So one one of one of the um, one of the perils, I guess, of people warning other people about things on the internet is they continue to warn each other about the thing long after the thing has been solved. If 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 I've explained that well, so right. how, how do you manage that? How, you know, how how do you how do you stop people looking for for little Susan? months or sometimes even years after little Susan has has been, you know, safely returned to her family? Is, is is there some sort of limit or kill switch built into this, you know, pardon the expression, built into this system?
1: The alerts that we're going to push on Facebook will not be active for more than 24 hours.
0: Ah, okay.
1: With most of the research and and the cases that we've seen in the United States, for example, most children are found within about three to four hours, mm-hmm. and as soon as the child is found, law enforcement lets us know, and we immediately remove it from the site.
0: Right. So if, if, even if I've shared it, uh, that content just, just evaporates, and I guess that makes sense. Is, or is that correct?
1: If you've shared it, if you choose to share it on your own page, anything that you write will still be there. We're not going to um, edit your post but when you click on the learn more button, which is also what creates the thumbnail that's in your newsfeed, yep. the police will have changed the link to let people know that the case has been resolved.
0: And there's, there's been ho- hopefully hopefully a positive outcome. So the, the story the story you told of the, uh, the the child being, or the baby being taken from a, from a maternity hospital, was that the catalyst for setting up this, this system or was there something else? What, what led to this happening?
1: That was one of the big inspirations for us to see a family reunited after just a few hours because somebody shared this content on Facebook and that people in that child's community cared enough to do something was really inspirational. And we had seen many other cases where when children went missing, people were using Facebook to share the information. So it was our idea to really just help organize this information.
0: So, so turn something that was happening anyway into a little bit more of a formal, controlled structure, I guess. Exactly. Hey, we're talking to Emily Vatcher from Facebook about their new uh, missing child reporting system, Amber Alerts. Back soon. Welcome back to Sunday Social. I'm Vaughan and We're talking to Emily Vatcher from Facebook, who leads a project called Amber Alerts, a new way for the police to alert us to missing children and a new way for us to do something about it. Welcome back, Emily. Thank you. The system's been going in the States, anyway, since uh, early last year. Tell me how it's gone. Has it been successful? Are there there any um, cases where it's really made a difference?
1: We first launched the Amber Alert system in the United States on Facebook. It was January of 2015. And since then, we've had several successful cases. We had a a four-year-old girl who was abducted out of Florida who was found because of an Amber Alert on Facebook when she was in Tennessee. A two-year-old boy from Washington State was found because of the Amber Alert. And only five weeks after we launched the program in Malaysia, an eight-year-old girl was spotted because somebody saw the alert on Facebook. So it's really been a wonderful success. And what about unattended consequences? We
0: kind of talked about this, you know, before the break—the the, the possibility that um, you know people who might match the description, or even vehicles that might match the description of the you know alleged abductor, might be you know wrongly targeted. Has has that occurred?
1: I haven't heard of any cases like that, but normally when there's a missing child, police will solicit the public's help, and it may be through television, radio, or newspaper, so the public has always participated in trying to bring kids home, and of course uh, some tips aren't always accurate, but it's up to law enforcement to make sure that that child is not where the tip was leading.
0: I was socialising this on on Twitter actually, which is a, a network you might have heard of but might not wish <laughs> to mention um, this morning. And interestingly, uh, you know, a couple of several mothers came back to me to talk about it. And and one of them said that. The the net result of publicity around these um, you know abductions or uh, you know, near misses I guess you could say is that she and she, I quote her kids are terrified of white vans which made me really sad you know this 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 um, publicity around um, you know what wasn't even an abduction in her suburb had had left her children scared because of the mm-hmm. because of the um the 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 media attention and and i guess the family conversations that that had that led to which i thought was a bit of a sad thing
1: it's very important that parents have conversations with their children but it's also important to note that child abduction in new zealand is extremely rare it's not what you hear when we talk when we were young about stranger danger the the instances of strangers abducting child is is so low. This system is used generally in those purposes. So one of the things to note about this system is that you may never see one of these in New Zealand. You maybe see one a year. They're so rare, but if you do see it, it means you're actually in a position to be able to help. So parents should talk to their children about ways to keep safe. Um, but they should also know that the risk is very, very low. Yeah, and I was I was trying
0: to um, find find out some some data about that, and you may or may not have this. And as as far as I could tell, there was an abduction in Auckland, and I'm talking about abductions by strangers, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know the wrong parent has custody for at the wrong time, which seems to be the majority of them. So. There was one in Auckland a year ago, which was a terrible case, but going back, it, it, it's, it's a very rare thing. It's a very rare thing, which leads me to, to ask, since it's so rare, um, what's what's led Facebook to decide that it's, it's worth this level of commitment and resource of all the things, you know, I guess that you could be um, working on?
1: When we're talking about our children, that is the most precious resource that we all have as a society. So... Even if this helped one child, we think that this is a good investment. And even if it is never used in New Zealand, we wanted to give this tool to law enforcement so that in the case, in the unfortunate case, if this does happen, they just have another tool in the toolbox that hopefully can help them solve this very quickly. So
0: you say you're giving it to law enforcement, which I, I, I presume means that it's at no cost to governments and police departments. Correct. Is that, so right. what, what, what's in it for Facebook?
1: Really, it's, it's something that we can do because we are in a very unique position where we have so many users in New Zealand. The number's about 2.9 million. Mm-hmm. And for people to be able to come together as a community, at a time of need, is something that's really important to us at Facebook. So there are many people at Facebook who are parents. There are many people at Facebook who have young children in their lives. And to be able to put a tool together like this, that could potentially reunite a child with their family, is really incredibly rewarding work for those of us at Facebook who do this.
0: And I guess it's a a long way from, you know, something we've never had here, but we certainly see in the movies and things, which is, you know, a a blurry photograph of a missing child on the side of a milk carton.
1: Right. Actually, we used milk cartons in the United States um, back in the 1970s, 1980s. It was a great way to share information, but the problem is it would take weeks or months to share that information with the public. What we hope to do at Facebook with this alerting system is to get this information into the hands of the public in only a matter of minutes. And that's the difference. That's what can bring children home. So you,
0: you've had an interesting journey to Facebook. Um, you know, the, the traditional route, I guess, would be, you know, study computer science and, um, you know, be, look, look good in a hoodie uh, and, and, and then get hired. But you've come from the FBI.
1: I took a different route. Um, but when I was an FBI agent, I was on the child abduction team. And so my job was to go out and find the children that were the subjects of Amber Alerts in the U.S. So when I came to Facebook, I saw a perfect opportunity to use the power that we have with our platform, the power to get in everybody's hands, to share that information to hopefully save kids' lives.
0: And comparing the, you know, the technologies that were at your disposal uh, as, a, as an FBI agent and, and the the, the opportunity that Amber Alert uh, offers,
1: what are, the, what are the key differences for you? I think the big thing is the speed, mm-hmm. but also getting it in the hands of the right people at the right time. That's really the game changer. When you can get information out 10, 15, 20 minutes after an abduction happens, the opportunities for the public, to be able to participate in bringing the kids home really increases vastly. And this is live
0: right now in New Zealand?
1: It went live this morning at 10 a.m.
0: Look at that. Oh, here's a question. Why is it called Amber Alert? Is it short for something? I'm I'm, I'm stumped.
1: It actually has a dual meaning. Um, In 1996, uh, near Dallas, Texas in the United States, a nine-year-old girl named Amber Hagerman was abducted and murdered. When she was abducted, several people actually saw it happen. So the police had several really important clues. They knew the vehicle that was used. They had clothing descriptions. But all the way back in 1996, there was no easy way to quickly share the information with the public. So they came up with the idea of how do we get the information into the public's hands quickly. And they named it the Amber Alert System. And it also stands for America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response. So many countries have adopted a similar system and many countries have retained the same name, so they're still calling it Amber Alerts.
0: Hey, thank you so much, Emily Vetra from Facebook, for joining me today. And should one of those alerts pop up on your phone and you see... Uh, the, the child missing child or you see the person alleged to have abducted them, the one and only thing to do is dial 111. Thanks so much for joining me, Emily. Thank you. Welcome back to Sunday Social, and you can listen back to that whole entire interview with Emily from Facebook at radiolive.co.nz under Shows and Sunday Social. Or if you're a podcast person, and I know many of you are podcast people because I keep running into people and they say, I heard your podcast. You can just go to iTunes and look up Radio Live Sunday Social or Vaughn Davis or look up whatever you want and uh, and just listen to the podcast. But first, a very big Sunday Social welcome. Last show of the year, so it had to be Paul Brislin. welcome, Paul. <laughs> Had to be
2: last one out. Turn off the
0: lights. How are you? Are you jolly good? Are you in the seasonal spirit? I'm in totally in the seasonal spirit. Uh, I am, which for me means hay fever season, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm cool <laughs> with that. Um, I'm very much looking forward to my little holiday, uh, oh. and that's what I wanted to talk about first. Oh. Airbnb. Have you have you ever booked or hosted on Airbnb, Paul?
2: I have. Uh, I have neither. I have perused Airbnb. Judiciously and looked for places to go and stay, um, and uh, but never actually gone through with it and followed through. And then gone bugger, I'm a,
0: I'm I'm a, Bril- a Brisbane. I, <laughs> I shall stay at the Hilton. And I'll just, have cr- I'll just crash on someone's couch. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yes. So yes. I. But I, you have. Yeah. I decided to do this. So um, we're we're heading to uh, a not too far away overseas country, and we booked a place. Yes. First time ever on Airbnb, and this is kind of you did awesome. all the research. You found the place. Did you liked all the research. It, found the yep. place. Liked it. Quite late. We only booked mm. a few weeks ago. And done deal. Paid, booked, happy. Then a week later, the, uh, the host got in touch and yeah. she messaged me and she said, um, turns out the owners need to stay there that week. The owners? I thought you were the owner, but she wanted oh, no. the owners need to stay there that week. Um, please can you cancel the booking? And oh we won't report we won't say anything bad about you. I went, well, what's going on here? And what was going on here yeah. is if the host cancels the booking arbitrarily, uh, they get penalised. You know. Right. They lose brownie points or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they wanted me to cancel. So them. you can Me. lose brownie points. So I can lose brownie points. Oh, excellent. And I said, no host, no host. We're coming. We'll book the airfares. We're yep. going to be there. Um, so how about uh, no? How's no? How does no work for you? And uh, the next thing I got was a, a message from Airbnb saying, um, your refund has been cancelled, uh, has been processed. Has your been refund processed. has been processed because you pay in advance. Yeah. To yeah I mean, okay, so I got on the blower, and by which I mean you know the Twitter direct message blower, and sure. then into the uh, Airbnb messaging blower. And long story short, over the next week and a half, worked my way through different levels of not not of hell, but of um, of twi- help. Twi- twi- help, yeah, the yeah. hell, not the hell desk, the help desk. Yes, turns out that Airbnb support hmm. is really. Really good. So oh, good. And and the longer you grizzle, and the worse your story gets, the the better it gets. <laughs> so they started by saying, oh, we've we've got some new places for you. you great. Know, so we'll, we'll help you. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah me yeah. and two teenage sons. So the first places right. they um, offered weren't great. One was a a one bedroom studio apartment with one bed into which we'd all snuggle. Like well, uh, um, no, you you alternate. So eight hours each. Yeah, a yeah, hot yeah. Bunk, yeah. Like a submarine. Yeah. Hot bunk. Yeah. Um, the second place was I kid you not a yurt. Yes. Which, which <laughs> most r- r- uh, <laughs> listeners will know is a, is a Mongolian felt uh, tent, tent used by nomads. Sure. Um, the third place With was... With yak? Hot and cold running milk? No yak. No yak. Um, uh. But I did talk back. Yes. And the um, the third the third <laughs> option was bare land on which we could pitch our own tent. So I complained a little more. And they said, yep. well, you know what? We found you a place. We found you a much better place. And it wasn't that good a place, but I booked it anyway. Okay. paid for it. Yeah. They cancelled they cancelled. Why After, are they cancelled? I don't know. Maybe they're googling me and going Vaughn oh, Davis. Oh no! I have him? Neat, neat, neat. And uh, the third place I was on the on the verge of booking it yeah. when the host told me that uh, they too were unavailable on Airbnb. And this is the good news part of the story. And this is why you must persevere. Don't go. Oh, we're cancelled. We'll have to yeah, book a motor just camp or something. Abandon it. Airbnb said, you know what. Um, we know that you booked the uh, original place for this much. Yep. Modest figure. Well, turns out there's only a couple of places left where you want to go that suit your criteria, but they're much more expensive than the ones you are after. Sure. And... They very generously paid the difference. Oh, that's very good. And that's and it's not like a hotel. This no, is no. real cash money. So this is Airbnb paying the hosts part of the bill, the, the extra money, yeah. so they get the full price, and we only pay the price of the original, you know, uh, place that we couldn't go to anyway. So good on you, Airbnb. Uh, bad on you, rogue Airbnb hosts. Mad there are punting. a lot of them out there. Yes. And my my only message really is, if you get jerked around by an Airbnb host, which happens because mm. they're human, um, just keep going with the airbnb help desk because they're very very good well
2: that's really interesting i wonder what it is is this the commercialization of airbnb um, so no longer do we have just people saying, oh, you can crash on my couch, uh, here's my spare room, but rather it's now um, official um, grown-up um, realtors getting stuck in and,
0: and yeah, causing the, trouble. Yeah, are some, that inter- might be a some bit intermediaries. Yeah, there's, there's that's right. quite a right. few companies yeah. that will list your house on your behalf, manage it on your behalf, and I guess the more intermediaries you get, the more the chance of you yeah. saying yeah you can have it all december and turns out oh, yeah, oh actually, you except yeah, actually except for those days from the 12th yeah. to the 25th um, yeah so you know um mm. really really professional back end but uh they need that because the the hosts can drop a little yeah, drop the bucket now you've got end. you've got some interesting news on the tech front on the tech front have uh, i you have Oh. Um, a big purchase, to a big payday this week for the people at Shazam. <coughs> Shazam, which is my all-time favorite app. I so have to say, Shazam it. is your all-time favorite app. It is. So this is this should be Sarah, Sarah O'Dwyer, who's mm. just through the glass there. Our um, our technical producer, I think, is several decades younger than me. Yeah. Uh, she needs this because I'm forever playing music, and she goes, she's never what? heard of. Who are who, these? Who are what? these Beatles you speak of? I, I, rolling Sarah. what? I don't so, know them. Yes. So tell me what Shazam is if if you haven't. If you haven't, if you've you lived under a
2: rock, what you do with your Uh, phone is you go that's a really good song I really wish to own that song or to listen to it more I will get Shazam to tell me what that song is so Shazam uh, uses microphone in the in the phone it listens to the song, and it says, yep, I know exactly what that is, based on witchcraft and algorithms. And uh, it means that uh, it then links you to, typically with Apple, of course, it links you to the Apple Music Store, so you can buy it through Apple, but also through Spotify or any of the other, Pandora, any of the other services that you've signed up for. Uh, and it is a so, great so a way app, of finding good music. A good yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but the big news is that they've been sold. Well, they have
2: been purchased by um, uh, Mr. Apple himself, Has fronted up and said, actually this is too good to share, we're going to buy it. So for 400 million US dollars is the rumour uh, this this whole um, kit and caboodle has been bought by Apple and will be uh, deployed uh, throughout Apple's range. What's interesting here is of course that the algorithm doesn't just re- work on music, uh, it will work very well for voice recognition and for other forms of voice ah, activation and okay. that's where the beauty of it lies. That is right?
0: the future and you know yeah. what a, a year ago I, I predicted wrongly that uh, <laughs> 2017 will be the year of voice um, it hasn't quite happened hasn't quite um, no so but google, it's on the way. google home uh, apple home pod doesn't even exist yet um, amazon's alexa yeah uh, not yet even legally available in new zealand no they no might that's be just right. days away yeah, um, yeah. but uh, yeah voice you know the, the idea that we communicate with uh, computers by tappity tappity into a into, into a, keyboard, a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, th- that will pass. That's
2: right. And and I think um, the especially with phones and with devices in your pocket, they're reaching the size now where tap typing or handwriting is just not um, going to work. Um, the new Apple earbud things that look like a toothbrush you stick in your ear. I think um, they look silly. They do look silly, and it's only generation one. So that will evolve into other things. That's the future of this kind of technology, that and is, and, and for future. that you
0: need voice activation. You talk the computer, the computer talks to you. That'll be handy. That'll be handy for me because I'm I'm uh, I'm big on Twitter, Paul. Mm. A bit like you. Uh, and who has the time to type all these long who, tweets uh, with these all those extra characters? Well, one of the big things about Twitter, and this this is uh, this is my news of the week, really. One of the big things about Twitter w- was always that uh, it was limited. 140 characters was all you had, and it was based it was a
2: haiku. Yeah, it was a haiku, yeah.
0: based as you well know on the old um, text message text limit. Yeah, they increase it controversially about a month ago maybe 2 months ago yeah. 280 and now they've gone bananas uh, they've <laughs> launched what most people are calling the tweet storm feature but they're calling uh, they're calling threads and what it is is you don't just have to limit yourself to one tweet then typing another one then sending it then typing another one then sending it you can you type, can write a novel. You can write a novel. You can put together a thousand tweets yep. and then push send, and they go and it will brr- chunk brr- it up
2: and share it out like that. That's um, a really good and b really horrible all at the same time.
0: It's really good when it's someone who you respect, uh, whom you respect and uh, want to hear from. Yeah, but when it's someone you just follow for um, car crash value, mm, De- not, not so much. much. No, not, not so much. much no. Although, although, do you know where this would come in handy? And and I'd forgotten mm. all about this just just as we close. I'd forgotten all about this. There's a thing called Twernal. Do you know twirl- about The Tweet Journal. The Tweet Journal. You, re- you remember right? this? It's all coming back to me. It's, yeah. I blocked it out. Yeah. So I got one of these. So what this is, is a service in the United States where you just uh, hook it into your Twitter account, pay out some money, and lo and behold, they turn 10,000 of your tweets into in a book. book. Into a book, into and, a book. And, and they just print them all out. You don't you don't get to see the other side of the conversation. You just see your own tweets. You don't see the pictures. That's probably the best. For the uh, best I, got a, I, I got an email this morning from Twernell saying, "Hey, we've got a holiday offer: ten percent off this, fifteen percent off that." They exist again
2: so i've written 133,369 tweets as of right now you're um, ahead of me that's, i've done like
0: 80,000 oh, tweets
2: listen when you hit the 100k then you mm-hmm. become a professional tweeter you've got like 13 volumes there, so uh, yeah so i've got volumes. i've got war and peace here this is fabulous i shall i shall uh, have to have a closer
0: look but it sounds silly it sounds narcissistic it's probably only one of those things yes it's really neat so for about i don't know 10 bucks us journal mm. will will give you this this bound paperback book of your tweets <laughs> From a, from a certain period in time, and you can just go back and go, oh, I remember what that was about in 2009. It's amazing. It's <laughs> amazing. I don't remember
2: what was going on this
0: morning for breakfast, let alone But it's, ac- it's actually it's a really interesting insight in how, how, you, how your memory works, how your brain yeah, works. Yeah. You'll, read, you'll read this tweet from seven years ago, and you'll go, oh... I remember that. That was a big thing. I remember that. Hey, after the break, the uh, the apps and websites you just can't be without, including Paul's best of two thousand and seventeen. Back soon. Welcome back no to Sunday way. Social. Yes, indeed, there's a bazillion apps out there, and most of them are rubbish. Luckily, Mr. Brislin and I have spent the last week of the silly season going through them and finding the ones worthy, worthy of your free download. Haven't we, Paul? Oh, well, we have. We have. I spend all my time thinking about apps. I think a lot. I spend a lot of my time thinking about apps. Um, one of the apps I, I think about a lot is Instagram, mm. which, you know, I, I tend to just take photos. I don't. I don't go anywhere, so I take photos of my lunch and my dog. Um, sometimes but he's a I, very good-looking dog. A very good-looking dog. Sometimes I take photos of my lunch with my dog in the corner looking at my lunch. If I want to sort of merge the streams. That's that's right. But um, Instagram itself, well, Instagram um, has come out. Well, between Instagram and uh, New Zealand Tourism, a list has been published of the top. 10 most Instagrammed spots oh. in New Zealand. Fabulous. Yeah, fabulous maybe. I don't know. Um, wh- what we should actually do is ask oh, Bavika, who works at uh, Tourism Insight, I think, is yes. behind this list. Uh, remember Bavika? I do Bavika remember Bavika. Bavika. Yes, um, she may be behind this. Indeed, one of her photos features in the uh, in the story itself. But uh, long story short, the top ten are Milford Sound, Hobbiton, Lake Tekapo, Mount Maunganui, Mount Cook, Lake Wanaka, Tongariro Crossing, Takapuna Beach, Lake Wakatipu, and Lake Pukaki. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. No. Um, I call mmm on you this list mm,
2: cause I'm glad to see some places aren't listed there because that means they're empty and I can go back and visit yeah, yeah that's true you so, you know, so that's the, quite the, good
0: this is the see and avoid list this is, if you don't want uh, Instagram packing backpackers uh, yeah, yeah. don't, go to, these don't go to these places but there's a but lot there's of places missing, missing. There are. I would have thought downtown Auckland might feature somehow because uh,
2: yeah you know, uh, just for sheer volume of people sheer volume right? of people yeah, yeah, so yeah. the Sky Tower
0: quite yeah. photogenic doesn't yeah. feature um, well the the Harper Bridge will feature once those lights go on Ooh. Um, I'm from Lower Hutt, so I'm going where is the Lower Hutt Horticultural Hall
2: that's the a, statue that's a of um, himself in uh, central Hamilton um, oh, the it's Rocky Rocky Hall, just a jump the jump to the,
0: the left ro- 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 yeah yeah all of Wellington. Wellington doesn't even make it. And and well, I've been led to believe that Wellington's pretty. On a good day. But Instagram Instagram doesn't believe that. No. Um the Huntley Decker sign.
2: Yeah, I I
0: um It's no. visible from the road. You could Instagram you can. that without even stopping.
2: You don't even need to stop. and I would advise that and driving with you. Well, there's no hot. excuse,
0: no. and then and then the real bad news here is all those people who who uh, you know raised money, probably one of those oversized barometer things to track their progress. Yeah. Uh, you know, before Kickstarter, and built oversized salmon, uh, you know, giant trout, a big dog, a big sheep, and, and especially yep. a big a big carrot. The, the
2: corrugated L- the, the corrugated um, uh, sheep of um row and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah.
0: and the um, um the uh, the big LMP bottle. Oh, the big LMP bottle. It's not there. It doesn't make the top ten. Hashtag Excluded. I do know a,
2: a fellow with an airplane who drew an enormous penis across New Zealand once, and that's not listed here either, and well, that, I find that hard not, to believe. That
0: wasn't Instagram. That was Flight Radar 24 oh, yeah. So, yeah, oh. top ten, take it or leave it. But, yep. uh, you know, bless them for give it a go. Now, this is this is an app that I've, I've um, downloaded in the last couple of days, mainly because there seems to be a proliferation of these. It's called Quota, K W O T a. Now, you, if you were listening last week, I know you were, you would have heard me talk about tradie, T-R-A-D-E-E, which is an app that connects people with jobs to be done with right. tradespeople, or tradesmen, they say, all throughout Trades the app, men. Tradesmen, tradesmen, tradesmen. 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 And lots of pictures of people with beards, whom I'm going to go right Presumably and assume are men.
2: are not women. Yeah.
0: Anyway, out comes quota. Um, same thing, really. Same thing. Uh, they describe it quite shamelessly as like, like Uber, for getting jobs <laughs> done around the house. Like Uber, but for... Getting yeah. jobs done, okay. complete with uh, complete with you know five star ratings and bits and pieces. So the
2: grouting in the bathroom and the loose tap, the, um, the yeah. f- p- painting the fence. This is um, this is that. It's, this is it's, that.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's where you'd go for um, Build an extension on my house. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. architectural or engineering requirements. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I've, I've got um, the the back lawn needs mowing, or the yeah. you know the shed roof needs painting. I might I might go to quota K W O T A. K-W-O-T-A. Um, Almost entirely focused on Auckland at the moment. There's a bit of a map view, and all, all, mm. all the jobs you can see listed are in in Auckland. Uh, the site takes 15% of the payments, which is you know, uh, golly, that's well, I don't know how. That's but an amount. Well, yeah. that, that's an amount. That's that an is a number. Um, but it could be, it could be a, a good one for the kids. So uh, if yes. you've got kids sitting, you know, who know how to push a lawnmower uh, without getting their their feet cut off. Um, Paul Paul looks around, looks around at his daughter sitting in the corner, um, who does not know how to push a little mark. This could be this could be a good little earner quota K W O T A. It's a New Zealand developed app. It's not a rip off of Task Rabbit. No, 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 to- no totally, no, totally no, nothing, nothing, no. nothing. They could have called it just ta- Task Possum, Task Bunny, Task Pukeko. <laughs> Pukakos are gorgeous
2: creatures. Little baby pukakos are fabulous.
0: Oh, they are. They are with their little and orange legs and know, their bendy knees. I know. I know. But the bones the get way.
2: stuck in your teeth. They do. They, they do. B- bit gamey.
0: So I quite like that app. Uh, but it's it's by no means my uh, my app of the year. No. You've been looking at apps of the year, and there's I been a have. few people have been curating them.
2: They have. They have. Apple's got a, a giant list of apps of the year in all kinds of categories. And oh my goodness, and they talk about the photo apps and the um, the best professional editing tool and and. But, you know, they all leave me a bit cold. It's all oh, very you're productivity. Bit, you're a bit dubious. I am, I am. I, I think um, the apps that I use each day the most are the um, boring but worthy apps. And uh, my favourite apps
0: don't make any of the top ten lists anywhere in the world, oh, which is that's that's, which is a, bit, a, that's a bit disappointing because I see, you know, Apple went for a $20 photo editing uh, app for iPad called Affinity. $20! Which, which is a... King's Ransom. Um, Absolutely is. But yeah, how many of us need high-end photo editing, apart yeah, from yeah. people who Instagram pictures of their dog and, and their and lunch, lunch. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in front of Hobbiton? Uh, yes, in the appropriate place. So what's, so, what's, your, well, what's your I. He um, was looking
2: at your phone. I am. I'm just looking to make sure I'm telling you the name right, because I always get it wrong. Uh, this is one we looked at here on the show, AI Poly Vision, the app that you point the, the phone. And it tells you what it, it is. And it tells you what
0: it is. I think that is so cool but it's not everyday and useful oh no no it's I'll not be honest, everyday Paul, and useful but that, you I, know what things are <laughs> not often Paul, sometimes i do he not he knows what things however, are however
2: however if you're after a useful app uh, then the one i use the most that i picked up this year has has to be at park the parking app that lets you pull up Tell them where you are and then leave. It is not without its problems, however. Sometimes it takes
0: two problems. Two problems. It's Auckland only. It is. Um, Although Christchurch has something similar, Wellington I think is playing in that space. Um, Two problems. Firstly, it can take ages to work out where you are. Oh, I've you could have gone and got a ticket in that time. Oh no, I've never had that. Maybe it's just the Android. Might just be your
2: Android. Might be my Android. Might be your Android. What what are your problems? Uh, My problem is it says, "Do you want notifications?" Set and I said yes. And then um, frequently, not occasionally, but frequently, I then get in the car and leave. And, and it never to, notifies me. And I drive away and I incur a day's worth of parking. You've forgotten to stop parking. Because I've forgotten to stop parking. Yeah,
0: that is a problem. Well, I've got, I've got two apps of the So years. what are yours? Well, my, my one, again, it's one I spoke about on the show uh, a few weeks ago. It's from Samsung. And it's called see colours. Ooh! And can you not see colours normally? Well, it turns out I can. Um, oh, good! Which is good news. Job done. Good news for everyone who flies in my airplane. Um, <laughs> yes. It's a, a, a smartphone-based colour vision test. You know mm. those those things where you've got to see the, the see the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the dots. Yeah, yeah. Except yep. it's a simplified version of that. Like your shirt. Yeah, like my shirt. And it's it's good fun. We all like doing those tests I do about do that. ourselves. Yes. So you go through and. What I didn't know before this Mm. was um, the colour blindness incidence in men is about ten times higher. Oh, it is much, much higher. Yeah, women can see colours. Yeah, Um, we that's why we don't care about what our shirts look like. That's right. So you go through and do this test, and it tells you, you know, whether whether or not you're, um, you know, got colour vision deficiency or not, and what Mm. kind you have. But then, and this is so neat, if you have a particular Samsung television, a uh, late model, Right. will yeah, then yeah. correct the color balance oh! on the TV to I make smell an upgrade coming on. obvious to you. Well, only if you've got color vision deficiency poor. Oh, and true. only if you only well, I watch like the TV on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it yeah, kind yeah, yeah, yeah. of that's kind of the um, that's kind of the problem. You, that's you, right. You, you, you optimize it for one person. Yeah, or yeah, for, two, yeah. for two eyes.
2: But I really like that. That's uh, that's excellent. Why not make use of these features? I mean, I, I there are only three colours: there's red, green, and blue. And girls made up the rest to confuse me, as far as I can tell. That's um, true. So, Hand you know, drone, yeah. Witchcraft.
0: Um, witchcraft. So, what's your other one? Well, my other one is actually the worst app of the, of the year ever. Um, this is displacing the Hector's Dolphin app is it from last year really? because so that's th- quite a high bar. Yeah, so the Hector's Dolphin app um, you will remember was an app you downloaded <laughs> just in case you saw a Hector's Dolphin, and you could use the app to just report. Push the button. There's only fifty of them. So And they're usually out at sea. And there's not a lot of cell phone
2: coverage coverage.
0: So uh but that's been displaced by this one called Ruler. And um <laughs> I, I might just open this on my phone for you, Paul, if I can if I can do it in real time. Maybe I haven't deleted it. Uh, and what it does, it's well, let's talk about what I thought it do- it did. So there was this app called Ruler for um for, for for your phone, yes. I thought well, that's cool. So I'll be able to measure things by proximity sensor and walk from here to here. Lasers and okay. God knows what. Yeah. I'll to show it to you, Paul. Describe here the app. Here it comes. Describe the app. It is a picture of a ruler. It's a picture of a ruler. It's to scale. So is go, it I though? Go, have you checked? Oh, my hand is, uh, you know, twelve centimeters from there to there. Or oh, I think it is. I don't know. See, I so. I, if
2: if I had made an app called Ruler, I probably would not have got the distance between the centimeters quite right. Yeah. And so so this, this app, up.
0: this app could basically just be a sticker. <laughs> back of your phone. Be. Or a uh, photograph. Uh, 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 oh, you know what? It could be an actual ruler <laughs> you that you just, had the on, uh, you just had on the shelf. <laughs> um, dumbest app ever or best way to get people to download your app and see your ads. And $20 hey. per uh, user. Well, no, it's free. Thank um, you. So that brings us to the end no. of the last show of 2017. It's been a blast. Thank you so much, Paul, for joining me all these weeks. And I look forward to seeing you again next year. Always good. Thank you very much, Emily Vatcher from Facebook with her project Amber um, rollout, and of course in the booth, uh, new to the team in the last three months, but a a, an invaluable, invaluable addition, Sarah O'Dwyer. Next up, the weekend variety wireless. I'm Vaughan Davis, and I will see you on the other side. Ninety nine.